you're about to get some information you can actually use. It's what we do here on American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Over the past several months, we've had a lot, just a lot of coverage, and we should, about inflation and the way that things are going up in price and the way this affects your life. But there are some areas that kind of sneak through the cracks and you don't realize there's an effect until you actually get into a situation where you have to make, in this case, an insurance claim. I know that sounds a little complicated, but we're going to explain it for you and give you the information you need right now. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. I'm joined now by Kate Deventer from Bankrate.com. And Kate, you specialize in insurance and you've written a couple of uh, sort of advice op-eds saying, okay, you've got your insurance policies in place. Everybody should have a good insurance foundation to their finances. And because of inflation, you may or may not be covered the way that you should. And somebody says, what are you talking about? I've, I've got uh, you know coverage on my auto insurance. I've got my health insurance. But what does inflation have to do with insurance coverage? Yeah. So there's really two things happening here. The first is that car insurance rates are increasing because of inflation. So consumer price index data puts them at about 7.4% up year over year. That's going to vary depending on where you are in the country, what kind of car you drive, your driving record, all of those things, Uh, but an average of 7.4%. And that's because everything is costing more. So medical care, vehicles, vehicle parts and equipment, the labor to fix cars, everything that goes into a car insurance claim is really getting more expensive. And that means that companies have to raise rates to make sure that they have enough money to pay out claims when they happen. You obviously want your insurance company to be financially healthy enough to pay claims. Otherwise, there's no point in in having insurance. (laughs) That's the point of a company. Um, But the flip side of that is that your rates are increasing, but your coverage is staying the same. So here you have these claims that are costing more because of inflation, but your coverage hasn't increased. And for some people, that could mean that that because of inflation, you're actually underinsured. So if you have, for instance, full coverage on your auto, that may just mean it costs more. But if you have something with some sort of limit, well, you know, you can be covered up to this amount of money. Is this the time then to reevaluate to see whether you need to add additional coverage or just simply budget for bigger payments? Really both. Um, so there's a lot of different moving parts with car insurance policies. Uh, when you say full coverage, really what that means is that the, the policy has comprehensive and collision coverage, and those cover damages to your own vehicle. So with those, unless you have some kind of classic car or a modified vehicle where you have a policy that has what's called a stated amount uh, that you and the insurance company are agreeing that the vehicle is worth this much, you really shouldn't have to worry. Um, If you do have a stated amount policy, you may want to reevaluate that because your vehicle may have changed in price because of inflation. Uh, But most people, when we're talking about like daily driver type private passenger vehicles, the way that comprehensive and collision work is on the actual cash value of the vehicle. So that kind of modulates with inflation anyway. You really don't need to make changes there. Um, The big thing is on your liability limits on the the coverage that is designed to protect your finances from damages that you cause to other people, that's really where the issue is coming in with inflation. 
Yeah. So having the minimum state mandated coverage may not be quite enough. If God forbid you are in something uh, really bad and you cause, you know, a two or three vehicle accident then. Yeah. And that's exactly the group of people really that need to be the most concerned about this is if you have state minimum coverage in 2020, the insurance information Institute reported that the average bodily injury claim. So injuries that you're causing to someone else in an accident was about $20,000. And now we're two years on from that. So even in normal times, that number would probably be bigger, but we're in this inflationary environment. So that number is going to be bigger still. Uh, And that's only bodily injury. That's not accounting for any damage that you cause to the other person's vehicle, or if you hit a fence or a building or anything like that. Um, And many states have state minimum limits that are right around there, uh, 15,000, 25,000, uh, 25,000 bodily injury is a pretty common uh, per person limit for state minimum coverage. So if you have that state minimum, you could really be towing the line with those average claim payouts. And if a claim goes over that amount and your insurance is not enough to cover it, that comes back on you to pay out of pocket. All right, we're visiting with Kate Deventer from uh, bankrate.com. Uh, Kate, everything we talked about so far is auto is there a similar principle on something like maybe homeowners insurance or renters insurance as well? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of homeowners insurance policies have an inflation guard built into them where your coverage for your dwelling, the actual structure of your house will increase every year to keep pace with inflation. That being said, the inflation this year has ramped up really quickly. So if your policy renewed in January, you may have gotten some inflation guard benefits from that, but it's not going to account for the the year-over-year increases that we've seen consistently every single month. So you may want to take a look at your homeowner's insurance policy as well and your renter's insurance policy for your belongings, making sure that those levels are, are accurate. And, you know, increasing your coverage, whether it's on auto insurance or home insurance, it might not really be as expensive as many people think. Yeah. And so that was the next question is, where do we go from here? We've got just a couple of minutes left, Kate. And that has to do with insurance is in place to cover things financially that we just generally don't have enough cash to hang around. We we may not uh, always have enough cash to pay off you know, a, a car that still has $17,000 or $10,000 left on the notes. That's why we have insurance. So when you want to assess this, what's the way to do it? If you had to take the first step or two to say, okay, let's make sure that everything's in place in case the worst happens. How do we do that? I would say the very first step is to understand what you have now. So if you don't know how your car insurance policy works, If you took out your policy years ago and you're paying the bill and you've never looked at it since, get that policy out or call your agency or call your company and just have a conversation about what coverage you have and get familiar with that. And then you can request a quote for the next limit. Um, Our data from Quadrant Information Services showed that to go from a state minimum policy, so a full coverage policy with state minimum liability limits, up to the next level, generally the next level of liability coverage is $50,000 per person up to $100,000 per accident of bodily injury coverage and $50,000 of property damage coverage. And again, that's paying for the damages that you cause to other people. It's only a $7 difference per month. So you're getting a huge amount more coverage for $7 a month. It's really not as expensive uh, comparatively with what you get as people might think. One thing we know about this economy is it's really tough to forecast what could happen. Federal Reserve could raise interest rates again that may or may not affect all of these things. But if it does, is this something that uh, we should be looking for? Okay, two, three months, 
go revisit all these policies again? Or if we readjust now, do we have probably more time, six months a year to resettle that? Because there's just a lot of um, unanswered questions in this particular economy, regardless of where you are on the political scale. For sure. And and what you should know about car insurance is that you can always change. You're never locked into any change you make on a policy. If you increase your limits now and then hopefully the economy settles itself down, if you feel like you're overinsured, you can always go back down. Um, that said, even though overinsurance is a thing, you can buy too much insurance for the assets you have to protect. It's not super likely that that people would. All right. You can find Kate DeVenter's work at bankrate.com, bankrate.com. Kate, appreciate the uh, insight and appreciate the information. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Just ahead, there is a national organization working to save the lives of veterans in your community. We will tell you about it right here on American Viewpoints.